This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Understanding the principle of sowing and reaping, or planting good seed to harvest great rewards, is the single most important message any Christian could hear in learning how to live a more meaningful and prosperous life. In his opening four days of this life-changing five-day series on planting good seed, Pastor Ray explains this amazing mystery as you've never heard it before. His pivotal verse in Galatians 6, God will not be mocked, for whatever man sows, that he will also reap, takes on new life and meaning as Pastor skillfully outlines the godly principle of the benefit of planting those good seeds. You'll be amazed to hear what other seeds, besides money, should be sown into what it should be planted. And God's guarantee that planting any good seed always produces a good harvest. Stay tuned to this powerful message. It could literally change your life. So Galatians chapter 6, and uh, we talked specifically about verse 7, and we talked about the principle of sowing and reaping just for a little bit. We pointed out in verse 7, it says, do not be deceived, God is not mocked. God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Really important um, teaching because you're going to find as a believer that your whole life is really governed by this principle of sowing and reaping. And it really touches every area of your life. This principle of sowing and reaping is not going to change. Let me say it this way. This principle of sowing and reaping cannot be overruled by any human being. This principle of sowing and reaping is not going to change because you don't like it. This principle of sowing and reaping at every level of life, you need to look at every aspect of your life and see it as sowing and reaping. The principle covers every area of your life. You cannot change. God will not be mocked. In other words, His principle will not be put to shame by you or me or by anybody else. Whatever a man sows is what a man is going to reap. That's why, as it relates to what we're talking about tonight, you can't live in habitual sin. You can't live habitually disobeying God. You can't live habitually turning a deaf ear to the promptings of the Spirit. You can't live habitually doing things that you know are not right in the sight of God and are against God's Word and think that somehow you're going to reap a blessing down the road. Now, I go back to our, our subject tonight, or, or the person we're talking about here, you know, this, this uh, movie star, singer. Fabulous, wonderful, sweet from what they say about her. But you can't tell me that her life was right with God. You can't tell me that she was serving God. You can't tell me that she was sowing the right things into her life. Can't be. Because the Word of God will never fail, and the Word of God will never... see. Everyone who trusts in the Lord will not be put to shame. The Word of God is sure and the Word of God works. 
So I, I, I mean, I just speak to everybody here tonight that, you know, whatever, whatever it is in your life, you know, understand this principle that everything you sow has the potential to bring back a harvest in your life, either a good one or a not so good one. And that's why we have to be very, very careful the way we live our lives. I'm tired of seeing too many of God's children going, you know, going by the wayside or, or ending up on the spear, ending up on, in the spiritual junkyard because they didn't obey the principles of sowing and reaping. See, and, and we control it. It's, 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 it's not God controlling. I've got to get people out of this mindset because religion has screwed men up. Religion has made, has taken our responsibility totally out of the picture and put it all on God. Now, I guarantee you're going to hear all kinds of, you know, things, you know, well, it was God's will and, you know, as it relates to this and God did it. And God, God didn't do nothing. Bad English and all. God didn't do it. God didn't do a darn thing except sit there and probably just shake his head and say, Whatever a man sows is what a man is going to reap. I don't know. When I, when that, that principle resounds within my spirit. It resounds. It, I, that, that, that lives big in me. I am so careful about the way I live my life because I understand the principle that God's not going to be mocked. Whatever I sow is going to come back into my life one way or another at some point in time. So, now, you know, as, go back to, go back to Galatians chapter 6. Um, now, now we have to, you know, let's not just hang on the negative side of this thing, but let, let's, let's encourage you that if you're living the right way and you're doing all the things that you know, it doesn't mean you're perfect. Do you understand? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me lift the pressure off of everybody here. Doesn't mean that you're supposed to walk around, your feet never touch the ground. I mean, you know, I blew it. I blow it. We all blow it. Anybody blow it today, yesterday, this week, five minutes ago? Anybody blow it? We all blow it. Come on. Everybody blows it, right? Uh, you see, but that's, that's the wonderful thing about being a believer is that we have forgiveness from God and God's not waiting up there with a hammer to slam you. He's there. Where, that's, why he, that's why he nudges you in the spirit. Because he wants you to come away from the bad sowing and get to the good sowing so that you can get some good reaping in your life. Right? So, so you, you can't live under the pressure of like, you know, I'm under a magnifying glass. And, no, we need to walk carefully. But we are going to make mistakes because we are human. But that's where we have to be pliable enough, and here's a big word, humble enough. Is everybody with me? Humble enough to know that when we blow it, we just blew it because it violates God's word, and I need to repent. I need to ask God forgiveness. I might have to ask somebody else for forgiveness. I might have to reverse what I've done by doing something good, you know, sow something better than what I just sowed. You see, that's how you reverse it. That's how you break you know, break the bad sowing, uh, the bad reaping in your life and break, you know, get yourself into the good side, right? So, so we, we, have, to, we have to look at the good side. Now, if you're, you're, you're doing, you're, you're, you're sowing, as that's what I was kind of focusing on last week is that, listen, don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, a man's going to reap. Good reaping is coming your way because you've done good sowing. You've been, you've been, you've been, you know, you've been staying on the word. You've been, you know, working, helping, serving, uh, uh, praying. You've been doing all that you know to do. You've been living the best way that you know how to live. Not perfectly. You've made mistakes. You've blown it. You've done things you shouldn't do. You've said things you shouldn't say. You've thought thoughts that you shouldn't think. 
We all do that. Paul, if you read Romans, he says, he said, this is the battle of the flesh. The things that I should do, I don't do. And the things I shouldn't do, I do. Woe is me. But there is the human problem. But thanks be to God that we have the grace of God. Thanks be to God that we've got the spirit of God that lives in us. Right? So, so I don't want anybody to walk out of here heavy and condemned saying, oh, my God. No, come on. Grow up, man. Come on. We're trying to grow you up, man. We're trying to get you to a place. Listen, you walk in liberty. You walk in freedom. You walk in the power of God. But you need to walk responsibly with the principles of sowing and reaping because God will not be mocked. Really, my purpose is to get everybody into good sowing because if you get into good sowing, you're going to get some good reaping back into your life. That's the point. That's the point. But sometimes we've got to emphasize the other side. Because I, I just, you know, I see this on TV and, you know, I see all this stuff going on. But, you know, you know the, the, other, the other side of this thing that's pretty interesting, you, you, see some, you see some personalities out there as it relates to these people that we know. You see some of these personalities out there that are serving God and they're bold. And here's the newest, you probably don't even know this, but I, I heard about this, this newest kid, uh, Jeremy Lin, with the NIST. Wait. Wait, his mother made him go to church every Sunday. They interviewed his pastor. He has a pastor. He went to church every Sunday. Now, now, now listen, here's the other thing. He just moved into White Plains. He did move right down the street. He's living in Trump Tower, right? Yeah, this is where he's going to go to church, Doug says. All right, we'll take that. Awesome. Well, there's a guy. There's a guy. Now, you see, now, parents, I'll be honest with you. You, you need to teach your children the principle of sowing and reaping. And you need to show them both sides. Here's a guy, you know, who, who obviously, I don't, I don't know what his denominational background, if he's independent, but he is definitely a Christian. I use him as an example. Here's this other guy, uh, Tebow. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, Tim, Tim, Tim. I can't remember all these names. I'm trying to learn your names. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Now, now <laughs> there's a, I don't waste my time with that stuff. I got more important things to do. But, but there's a guy, I mean, unashamed. But look at the persecution he gets. But every time he gets a victory, he, get, he lets the world know that it comes from Jesus. Let me say, I'm telling you, that's awesome. That's awesome. We had a guy in our own church. Was a, he played for the Knicks. He's not here. He's moved his family, Jerome Williams. Um, basketball star, worked, uh, was on multiple teams, but his last team was the Knicks, and he attended church here for a couple of years. He was as bold as could be. His parents were elders in the church. He'd tell me he grew up in the church and as humble as humble could be. When he walked in this church, he wasn't the big basketball star. He was just like everybody else, and he wanted to be treated that way. He didn't want anybody to treat him special or fancy, even though they were watching him on TV. And he, see, I say, you ought to use these, these great men and women of God, you ought to use them as an example to your children on the principles of sowing and reaping, you see? Uh, because you have hope. I, I, I don't know I'm on this, but this is important. Some of you have great hopes for your kids. And, and you know what? Because of your faith and because of your sowing the word into their life, that's going to happen. But I get concerned sometimes. Because in some people, I see this, and this is just an observation, not a criticism. Can I make an observation? I see sometimes parents, and I've watched this over the years, be more focused 
on their child's ability to play a sport, for instance, let's just talk about a sport, or their academics, which is very important. But I've seen more attention put on that. They will jump through hoops to get them to a game. They will do everything possible, necessary, and beyond that to get them into a clinic. They'll go to their last out, but they will not they will not do and have the same passion and exuberance as far as it relates to church. They'll force them to every basketball game. They'll force them to practice. They'll sit there. They'll watch. But you won't see them in church consistently. You won't see them, you know, you won't see them, uh, you know, setting that example in their life. And I fear that there are going to be some that are going to be blessed. And, and I, I have to say this, and I don't, again, not a criticism, just thought, my observation, my opinion. I look at somebody like Whitney Houston and I say, this is exactly what happened. She had the talent, she had the, she had the anointing on her life. But somewhere along the line, something went wrong. She stopped serving God. She had to. Although the last song she was singing was Jesus Loves her little, His Little Children, but that doesn't mean that everything is all right. You'll know them by their fruit. Is this too heavy for anybody here tonight? Or you, you, you're getting what I'm saying. You're catching my drift, right? right. So, so I, I fear my concern is that some of these kids, if they don't have a good example and a strong foundation, putting God first, putting the principles that they've learned from the word of God, because not because they were told by the pastor, but that they watched their parents operate in it. That some of these children will go on to have great success in their life, but they will stop sowing to the things of God, and they'll start sowing to their own flesh, and they'll reap destruction. And then they will be added to the junk heap of Christians that went the same way. That's my big concern. Because I've seen parents do that. You know, they'll go way the heck out of their way when it comes to the sport or the, you know, whatever it is that they, and some of these kids are really good. But they don't go to the same extent when it comes to church and spiritual things and laying down a good foundation. Your kids, you know, you ought to teach them how to sow respect. You ought to teach them how to sow their tithe and give into the kingdom of God at a young age. And, 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 you know, we slipped away from it. I don't know how and why, but we slipped away from it in children's church. But we just, I made sure it just got reinstituted, new envelopes. So get ready because your kids are going to be encouraged to bring a tithe and an offering to church on Sunday. Teach them to do that, you see. Teach them to, you know, sow uh, love and, and forgiveness. And teach them that, teach them the principle of sowing and reaping because this is a powerful, powerful principle that works at every level of life. And it's going to affect the outcome of their lives and your lives as well. The way you sow. You see, whatever you give out is what's going to come. You see, that's why in my life, you know, I grew up, I didn't grow up with very much. I grew up very, you know, poor. My father died when I was 14 and we tried to keep a house. And it's, it's very embarrassing to me because I just saw how everything just fell apart. And it's still very painful, even though I'm an adult and I look back on that time. It's still somewhat painful to me to, see, to think of what we went through as a family to try to just to sustain ourselves, you know. And my father was a good man, but he was trying to get a business going and was having a rough time. And just in the midst of all of that, it just, you know, he died unexpectedly, very quickly. In a matter of three weeks, he was gone. And, and you know, I saw, so I grew up 
not having very much and having to really struggle for everything that I wanted in life. And it wasn't very much that I could really get at that point, you know. And I, and I don't say it make anybody feel bad for me. That's, that, I'm beyond that. But I say it to say that for me, coming out of that was like a major, 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 major goal in my life. I was sick and tired of being poor and broke and having to be denied. Everything I looked at was saying, not for you, not for you, denied. denied. I just got tired of that. And that's why when I learned about this principle of sowing reaping, I, I nearly jumped out of my skin. I just believed it. I said, wow, praise God. You mean whatever I sow, I'm going to read. And I believed that principle and began practicing that principle 30 some years ago. And to this day, I've never stopped practicing it. In fact, I've tried each year to increase it more and more and more So because I see the effects and I see how it works. And it's beyond just giving my tithe. That's, that's our reasonable service, you see. But it goes beyond that. And that's why I purpose to sow to the man of God, to the men of God in my life. Personally, I sow into their lives. Now, please understand something, because I know how people think and I know how humans think. Oh, he's trying to get, I'm not taking an offering. We're not going to give out envelopes. Don't worry about it. My birthday's not until August. And by then you'll have forgotten about this message totally. So, so don't, don't go there. I'm simply trying to show you something because the principle works. He says, let him who taught, who's taught the word share in all good things. I took hold of that and said, dear God, I don't have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem sowing into the men of God in my life or the women of whoever it was. I have no problem doing that because the assurance that I have is that God's not going to be mocked. I'm going to reap what I sow. So I took that principle and I began to use it in my life. And it has paid me back time and time and time and time again. And all along the way, all I've done is increased it and increased it. And in, to, to now, I'm writing checks to, uh, to some of the men of God that I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to brag about it. I, you know, it's none of your business, but I've written some pretty big checks and I'm not getting any tax credit for it because I didn't write it for that purpose. Amen. I saw it as a seed yes. and I realized that what I sow is coming back into my life. So it doesn't matter whether I get a tax deduction on Amen. it. What matters is I get the seed in the good soil. Yes. That's what matters that I put the seed in the good soil. Because if I put it in the good soil, I'm going to reap something good back for myself. And that, you never do it. Don't worry about it. I don't really, it doesn't affect my life one way or the other. But for me, I'm just trying to explain to you that how, how this principle became a reality to me. It became rhema to me. And I realized this is not something that I just do occasionally. This is something I have to do all the time. There's not a time that I get with Apostle Price that I don't reach into my pocket and hand him a check. Personally, not to his ministry. There's not a time during the year when a, when a birthday comes up or a special occasion, whatever, that I don't sow in some way. Well, first of all, I do it as an act of love. But I also realize that whatever I lay out, whatever I sow in, is coming back on me as well. So, you see, you've got to, I'm going back to, you've got to teach your children this principle from the very beginning so that they won't go through the struggles in life that some of us had to go through. I had to break through a lot of ground to get to the place that I'm in. 
But I'm hoping that those that are coming up after me, especially in my family, the young ones, and especially this family that I'm called to pastor, I'm trusting and believing and hoping that you're going to catch the principle and you're not going to have to start where I started and have to break through all the tough spots and all the tough ground and all the things that I had to do to get to this place, but that you'll catch the anointing. You'll catch the wave of the anointing that's on my life. You will follow in my steps in the Word of God and you will start where I have where I am right now. Amen. And that you will keep going with this principle. It took me a long time to get this down and to get it right. It took me a long time to get this principle working in my life, but it's working and it will work for you. It will work for anybody. What a man sows is what a man is going to reap. And this is a principle that governs every area of your life. Just, we don't have much time, but just, just for one minute, if you read verse 9, and it says, let us not grow weary while doing good. That really covers service in the kingdom. Those, the, th- that's what I sow into the kingdom of God with my time and my effort and my energy. Really, that's what that's covering. So he covers three areas in that. What you sow to the, man, the, the, the teachers and the preachers in the body of Christ. What you sow to yourself morally in your life. What you allow in your life and what you allow out of your life. And thirdly, what you sow is, as far as your work in the kingdom is concerned. He said, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, everybody say due season. In due season, you will reap a harvest if you don't quit or you don't give up or you don't fall fall out or whatever. Amen? In other words, if you keep doing it, you're going to reap something good in your life. This is the principle by which the whole kingdom of God is really governed. For us, I mean, you know, is we're concerned in our lives. This is, this is, this touches every aspect of your life. And you have to, you have to understand that, you see. See, if you're not courteous to others, no one's ever going to be courteous to you. Oftentimes, you know, I'm pulling into the parking lot and there's a parking space and there might be an older person or somebody. I just move out of the way, let them take it. Be courteous. Same thing on a shopping, on a line, you know, whatever. Show courtesy. Whatever a man sows is what a man's going to reap back into his life. And yet there are Christians that go through life and this does not affect them one way or another and they wonder why nothing works. And then what really gets me is they get ticked off at everybody else who's been doing the principle and is reaping in their life and then they get all ticked off and jealous and angry and and every other which way. Look at you. No, man, we're just sowing the right things. So we're reaping the right things. You sow the right things, you're going to reap the right things. You don't sow the right things, you're not going to reap the right things. And let me just say this, let me just put this little, little other point. You may have been a really good sower, but nothing is happening, and it looks like nothing is happening, and it looks like a dry time, and it looks like you're going down, but I'm going to tell you the principle works. And I'm going to tell you that you may be in a dry time, you may be in a dry season, but the Bible says, as we just saw here, do not be weary in well-doing or in doing good, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not quit. Your harvest is coming and you don't know when. It could happen tonight when you leave this place. It could happen tomorrow morning, or it could happen six months from now, or six years from now. But the point is, your harvest is coming. You can go to the bank with it. That is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 
God will not be mocked. Whatever a man sows is what a man is going to reap. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.